Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Welcome to the Undead Walking Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Here's your host, Renee Hansen. I am Renee Hansen, and welcome to the Undead Walking Podcast. Today, my very special guest is Sonia Thompson, who is well known in the Walking Dead universe for her portrayal of walkers in season one and two, as well as being featured zombie for the original advertising campaigns with the late Larry Mainland. Welcome, Sonia. How are you today? I'm doing great. A little bit of rain here, but it's very welcomed. Good. How are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. Got my coffee and I'm ready to go. (laughs) So um, it's always fun talking to people who do the walkers and things because it's just so fun for us to see the put the face with the walker face. And a lot of times we don't get that, you know, so we don't know who's behind those masks and uh, makeup and everything. So how did you get your start on The Walking Dead? Well, uh, I've been in film and TV since like 06, 07. And so um, basically I had, I had done this independent movie called Night of the Jackals and I played a zombie. Mm-hmm. And we were up all night having a good time, getting all bloodied up and, you know, chasing after people, doing stuff like that. And I contacted the casting agent and I said, hey, listen, you know, if you ever get any zombie movies or anything, just know I had a good time doing this. I, I'll be a zombie again. I did it very well from what they told me. And so I get a I get a call and it's like, hey, you've got an audition with this movie called Zombieland. So I went to this audition for Zombieland. And I got the role of the lunchroom lady. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be reoccurring, but they did um, cut me from the theatrical release of, the, of Zombieland. But it did make it onto the DVD. So in deleted scenes called Ziploc Bags, that's the scene. It's kind of dark. You only basically get to see the back of me because mm-hmm. um, I'm chowing down on this guy, you know, eating his intestines and stuff. <laughs> and um, I was also, but I was also called in to be in the Zombieland training video. Okay. And part of, yeah, part of that made it in the behind the scenes on the Zombieland DVD. So you go to In Search of Zombieland, fast forward to rule number three, and you'll see me making faces and doing all sorts of stuff. And there was only a, only like four of us that was chosen to be in that, along with uh, Ben Armstrong that owns a Netherworld Haunted House. Mm. And so he's there. So there's us five plus Reuben Fisher, the director, mm-hmm. and the camera guy. And I had no idea that that was what I was being called in for. All I knew was I was being called in for some training. Mm-hmm. And so I go and I, I'm like, where's everybody at? And I'm like, oh, it's just you you four because we're doing uh you guys are gonna be doing a training video that all the zombie actors are gonna be watching to learn how to be a zombie in the movie i'm like 
oh well, okay cool you know i thought that was awesome yeah so we had a lot of we had a lot of fun making that it was real chill um i enjoy working with reuben fisher so much he is such a great director and great person just a great human being mm-hmm. um and so part of that made it onto the dvd and then also immediately after that they start showing a couple of zombies and they talk about how they based their zombie looks and when they get to my picture they just happen to mention mad cow disease and syphilis <laughs> so i don't know of anybody else that can say that they've been compared to mad cow disease and syphilis in one sentence <laughs> but i can so that's kind of my ongoing joke now that i like to tell people because it's just like oh okay great wonderful <laughs> you know but so so anyway to get um to the next year then um the same casting company sends me an email and says hey you've been chosen as a zombie on this tv show blah 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 and i'm like okay the walking dead what the heck's walking dead you know (laughs) yeah and then started doing a little bit of research and found a comic book on it i'm like okay there's a comic book graphic novel out there and so one of my friends had bought one that was working on the set with me and we kind of read through it to kind of get a better idea of what we needed to do but um what it was about and it seemed pretty cool um but then they had zombie school and so i got called in for zombie school there was 150 zombies season one and out of that 150 um they used the zombie school as like an audition mm-hmm. so they chose their main hero zombies from from that from that zombie school so there was only like 20 of us chosen for season one mm-hmm. and i was one of those 20 and so that's how i got started you know on the walking dead and then they called myself and larry mainland and well all the all the main zombies that they had chosen they called us in for the very first day of filming with zombies at the convenience store in fairburn georgia where little girl zombie gets shot by Mm -hmm. shot and killed by rick grimes Mm -hmm. so you know we're down there and we're watching and i love to tell this story we're peeking through the window and we're like oh man this is so cool look at her she's doing such a great job you know blah 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 and then all of a sudden we hear frank darabont cut cut we can see the zombies in the window <laughs> oops <laughs> yeah so oops didn't mean to do that so uh yeah, we were being so careful we we're just like you know just peeking up and through and and um they could see us so so that was uh that was a neat day it was a long day but a good day but uh yeah. it, it was a it was a kickoff for the mm-hmm. zombies you know and yeah. so it was the first day of filming and uh you know that was awesome yeah that was to, really see, cool to, there. to see that yeah. iconic yes that's <laughs> such an iconic scene for everybody so that's really cool that you were right there to see it all yeah and you know to see it firsthand and everything was really neat but and and Addie was such a such a pro at that age I mean I oh my god I was so impressed with her I really was she couldn't her mouth they had a mouthpiece in she couldn't eat um, but she could drink through a straw. Okay. You know, she was a real trooper and she had to be in that makeup a little bit longer than what they thought because they were trying to get things set up and it kept kind of raining a little bit that day. And so, uh, oh, and my car was used in that scene too. So <laughs> my car was a star. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, it was, um, it was a, it was a, it was a neat day. And, the, and I think they had one other scene that was filmed at the, uh, Corey. 
I believe the very first scene of The Walking Dead was filmed at the quarry, and then this was the very first scene with zombies, mm-hmm. from what I understand now. At first, somebody told me it was the very first scene that was being shot, mm-hmm. but then I found out later that it was like, you know, the second official day of filming, but the um, first day with zombies, but still okay. being there that, I mean, mm-hmm. I was there. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just freaking cool. You know, yeah. now, now that we know how big it got and knowing that I was there for that scene, I'll never forget it. Oh, I, bet. I almost, yeah. I almost wished I could have filmed on the very last day mm-hmm. of filming, you know, 11. Mm-hmm. I think that that would have been really cool, but yeah. I just, I'm, I'm a lot older now, so <laughs> I don't know I could handle all that makeup and six, you know, 16 hours of work. That's, I don't know how they all do it. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But that's so cool that you were there at the beginning. And, and then, like you said, now to look back and see what it's become and, you know, just it's, yeah, it's just such a neat, I mean, it's a bittersweet time, <laughs> you know, because we look back and see all the greatness and, you know, know that it's ending, but yeah. So that's, yeah, that's very cool. And so, um, what, like what other, like what scenes, like maybe what are your favorite scenes that people would be able to see you in? Well, on season one, um, my favorite scene was Balto's episode four. Glenn was downtown getting the bag of guns. So he comes out of the alley and he stops off at a car. Well, I'm that resting walker in the backseat of that car. So, you know, when he hit, when he touches that car, it startles me. So then, you know, my head's cocked. And then all of a sudden I'm like, (laughs) and I get out to go get him. And, um, so that, that was, you know, I'm like going after him and stuff. I even chased him down when he came back with the bag of guns, I chased him down to the alleyway, but they, ended up cutting that part mm-hmm. and I kind of think I know why because well we were told not to go too fast so I'm going after him you know I'm, I mean, and then I'm told hey you need to speed up <laughs> so I sped up and then Greg's like Sonia that was like a zombie sprinter or something you need to slow it down <laughs> I'm like okay so then I slowed it down so I don't know if I ever got it you know the right pace so that's probably the reason they cut it uh-huh. um but when we got down when I got to the alleyway <laughs> I reached in through the chain link fence door and he and I are like doing like fist bumps and doing like handshakes, secret handshakes and stuff, you know, (laughs) and I'm like acting like I'm getting him still. And we're like, you know, but we're doing that instead. So it was, it was kind of funny. (laughs) I know I always (laughs) love, it's hard to stay in character when you're doing something like that, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's always comical to see the behind the scenes photos of the walkers doing a normal thing, you know, like, you know, sometimes you're having lunch, sometimes they're doing, you know, whatever. So it's always, yeah, those have to be, yeah. Like you said, hard to keep in character when you're <laughs> kind of playing around and stuff, but, it, but that's the fun, you know, good memories and stuff. Yeah. It was, um, I remember on the, I think it was the Walker university, um, special that they had shown. I'm sitting there, I've got my fork in my mouth, you know, I mean, we're just like, you know, we were eating and stuff. So that was a lot of fun, but I did, you know, the, the cool thing is I got to do a couple of uh, promotional videos with um, Glenn, mm-hmm. with uh, Stephen Young and stuff like 
for San Diego Comic Con when they were promoting season two and and other things. So Steven is just a really great actor and great person to work with. He's just very genuine and down to earth. And um, I really enjoyed working with him on episode four. And mm-hmm. and uh, he, he's just really, really great guy. Um, and so I, I'm glad I'm very fortunate that I got to work with him as much as I did. Yeah, yeah. It's fun to see his career and how where he's gone since The Walking Dead. You know, well, all of them. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And to know what a lot of them did before. Some people said, "Well, you know, Andrew Lincoln was nobody before." I'm like, no, no, no. Actually, in in Britain, he was. Yeah. He had a he had a very good following over there. He he had been in a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, as well with a lot of the others, you know, I mean, in a lot of them did a lot of frank darabont's movies before mm-hmm. yeah you know he, he brought them on over you know mm-hmm. and i i love that dedication from directors mm-hmm. and producers when they think of their actors they like hey i know this person can play this so i'm gonna bring them on over if i can mm-hmm. and hey you know but i mean it's not like they're just giving it to them they had the audition too yeah yeah you know, before the final decision was made but it is nice that to, to be considered for future projects like that and other films when you worked with somebody so that's really cool yeah that's very cool um and, and i will i want to add this i enjoy climbing on top of the tank in the pilot <laughs> uh, I, my grandfather was a army sergeant sergeant and so i used to go to base all the time and i was like a little monkey i would like climb trees i was just a climber and so I always wanted to climb a tank. So when I got to climb a tank in season one, I was like, man, this is so cool. You know, <laughs> yeah. it got very tiring. I have so many bruises um, that, you know, after climbing up on it so much and everything, but um, that was the stunt, the stunt guys told me I did a great, a great job with it and stuff. They said, you know, you did really good with that. That was a great stunt for you. And uh, so um, doing my own stunts and stuff was really neat too. And then season two was there, there was, couple of scenes there that was pretty neat too being at the FEMA camp being a military walker and and uh doing that but but yeah those those are kind of the main places you can see me at on it but I was I did like five episodes season one and four episodes season two mm-hmm. so but anyway <laughs> yeah that's just really cool how so then um so for the promotional walkers how did you get chosen for that well um after the second week of filming, um, casting called me and said, hey, listen, they they want you and about eight others to come in for some some promotional photos. Mm-hmm. And so that was, they chose like, I think it was, it was nine of us, I believe, out of the, uh, out of the 20 mm-hmm. um, that they wanted for promotional stuff. So we went in, we went to, this is when the production office was located in Atlanta mm-hmm. because this is still season one. Mm-hmm. And in the production office, they had like the, the tanks, the, the inside of the tank set up in there and they had the fake horse like hanging about. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of, it was kind of creepy, but cool at the same time, you know, cause you see this full size horse that's not real. It's kind of hanging out on this little post thing. You know, and so it was, it was kind of cool being in there, seeing all the the behind the scenes stuff of mm-hmm. that. But, but it, it that was a neat day. Um, we went in, and um, I just thought it was really cool because uh, T Dog Irony Singleton, he came, and I had worked with him on B BET's TV show called Somebody's, and mm-hmm. also on Blind Side. 
So when he saw me, he come running up to me and hugged me. You know, it was so good to see him. And there were some other people, you know, like Andrew was there and stuff. So, I mean, there was, there was a lot of people because they were filming the inside of the tank scene that day. Mm-hmm. And there was a zombie there that day that was inside of the tank. His name was Sam Whitner, but I didn't know that he was going to be on being human later on, you know, <laughs> but, uh, I sat with him at lunch and sat down, you know, talked to him for a little bit. And, and I remember later on, I was watching being human and I'm like, God, I know this guy. How do I know this guy? And I just kept thinking, I'm like, I've worked with him before. What have I worked with him before? And finally it clicked. I was like, Oh my God, how cool. So I was really glad that, you know, he, I mean, he had done a lot of good stuff. You know, I yeah. didn't realize who he was, you know, when I was, I just knew him as Sam. Yeah. I didn't know that, you know, who he was. He had zombie makeup on too. You know? <laughs> um, but, uh, but that was a cool day. They wanted us to be animated while we were doing our photo shoot. And so I was like the second person to go, I think, to do it. And while we're in there doing our, you know, they would take us one person back at a time. Mm-hmm. So anybody that was not back there, we were sitting in there playing cards in full zombie makeup and um, hanging out. <laughs> and, stuff. and so they want us to be animated. So I thought about Jurassic Park. I know it's kind of weird, but I was thinking about the reptars mm-hmm. on Jurassic Park and how they had little short arms and stuff. And I used to be a break dancer back in the eighties. So I integrated break dancing and my, did my, my hands kind of like a reptar's feet, you know, or hands yeah. or whatever. So I was just like, you know, <laughs> I was just going around and uh, doing that. And um, so it was, it was a lot of, it was a fun shoot. It really was. I enjoyed it. And um, as I was, after I got my makeup off, I started to head out because I live an hour Northeast of Atlanta. And so as I'm heading out, Frank Darabont's sitting out there smoking a cigar. And before I got to say hi or anything like that, he goes, you, you, you were amazing. Oh my God. You are just so amazing. And I'm like, really? I thought maybe I might've overdid the zombie. You can never overdo the zombie. He tells me. <laughs> you know, and we just, we talked for about 15 plus minutes and he was raving about me. And, and I was like, man, this is awesome. But you know, I, I don't know what else to say. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I probably need to get on the road. So 15 after 15 minutes of talking to him I was like well Frank it's been nice talking to you you know I was scared I was gonna get kind of awkward or something so Mm -hmm. I decided it was probably best for me to to go on so I went ahead and parted ways with him and went on but he was so great to work with (laughs) that's awesome yeah Frank Darabont he's Mm hands-on you know he gets down there he's like I want you to do like this and this and you know and he he's just really a great oh man no wonder he's an award-winning director Mm -hmm. just a great guy too I've worked I've had the privilege to work with some great people and Andrew Lincoln was great Norman Reedus was great you know Irony is I mean everybody Chandler Mm -hmm. Riggs everybody on that show was just wonderful to work with especially Greg Nicotero I love Greg yeah, he's, yeah, I, I really admire his work and I love reading about all the things he does. And it seems like every time I research him for an article or something, I learned something new about him that he didn't know. And yeah, so he's, he's a fascinating individual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. And, uh, you know, he just, and his whole makeup crew is great. I've worked with mm-hmm. just pretty much all of them. And yeah. I just, I really enjoyed working with everybody. It was really cool. And, 
And I mean, little did I know all those zombie images were going to be seen so much. Yeah. And kind of tell us more about that for people that don't know about this. So, so like the promotional walkers, for those that don't know, were featured, was it just the two of you or were there more for these or? There was none total. Okay. Um, but it, out of that nine, there was a few of us that, that got used a little bit more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, there was four of us when they first started advertising the walking dead in comic book issue 75. There were only four walkers chosen to be listed with the, you know, cast photos. So you've got all these, you know, you got Glenn, you got, you know, Rick, you got Andrea, you got Lori, you know, you got all these, you got Carl. And then all of a sudden you come to these two pages of four zombies. And that was Melissa Cowan. She was bicycle girl. Mm-hmm. Alyssa Grun, Larry Mainland and myself. And so we were the only four that were chosen to be with the main cast. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Um, and you should have seen me do my little dance in the comic book store. I was like, that's me, that's me. You know? <laughs> they said I was very entertaining, um, but it was so exciting. Um, but they referred to us as the cover zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Charles, Larry, myself, and Alyssa that got on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. But then Larry, we were used on the cover of A to Z of Zombies out of the UK, the SFX um, magazine. Um, we were, that was just like freaking cool, you know, mm-hmm. being on the cover by ourselves. And then there's been some other magazines I've been on the cover by myself as well um, with SFX and uh, A to Z, the horror and, and a DVD review. Well, I don't think I was completely by myself on some of those because it was, there was another guy and I can't think of his name right now, but he was a promotional model too, but he was kind of there too. And, you know, kind of behind me on it. Um, but they used this all for, um, for the media packs, the press kits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I think I've been on about 10 magazines total worldwide. I've been on DVDs worldwide. I'm on the cover of the Russian DVD, the Netherlands DVD. I'm inside of, uh, the one from Germany. Mm-hmm. I'm inside the special edition DVD here in the States. Um, I've been on t-shirts. I've been on billboards. There's been cutouts of me. Um, uh, I've been, gosh, I've been inside magazines. Mm-hmm. I was featured in S SFX's, um, bookazine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was probably back in 2012. I was in, I was in there about five times in one page. One of them, I was like a full page and another one, me and Larry was full page. Um, I just, I probably have been inside a hundred plus magazines. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's still surreal to me. And there for a while I would go when I was in the airport or anywhere, I would look at the magazine rack and I'm like, okay, am I on anything this week? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, was just like, oh, I just got kind of curious and, and, and still out of habit. I still, when I'm walking through Ingalls shop, <laughs> you know, grocery store, I'll kind of, when I'm walking by, I'll just kind of glance over there. Okay. They got anything out. Okay. Well, I guess a couple of years ago is the last time I've been seen on a magazine that I know of. So, you know, and that was encyclopedia of horror or Cyclopedia of horror or something okay. like that. And, uh, there was a, I was about yay big, but I was also on the cover had like Freddy Krueger and Jason and Frankenstein. And I was with all these other iconic, all these iconic images. And then Larry's image was on the back cover with it. You know, I mean, it's like, wow, you know, um, but it, it, it is surreal and it, mm-hmm. it's still hard to kind of, I don't know when <laughs> I was on all the Best Buy 
displays when the DVDs and stuff came out, mm -hmm. you know, display stands. I was, there was me and everybody, all the other walkers. I was right up front, but Larry and all the other promotional walkers were behind me. And when somebody told me about it, I was like, oh my God, I gotta go to Best Buy. So, <laughs> so I went and I'm like, oh my God. I was like, can I have this? <laughs> so they let me have it. But they said, oh. we can't let you have it until, you know, it's done. Yeah. And my mom was able to pick up another one in another um, city that she worked in. And so I actually have two of those, those toppers. I didn't take the whole stand. I just yeah. took the top because I didn't need the stand. Yeah. And, and that, that is the image that is used on the inside of every special edition DVD. Mm. And, uh, it, but it's got, I think everybody, all the promotional walkers in it. And um, that was uh, really cool because my daughter was living out in Colorado and this guy that she was dating out there. She says, hey, I want to take and show you my mom. So she went to the Best Buy out there and says, <laughs> hi, this is my mother. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so I don't, I never got to meet him. I, I don't know if I scared him off. Or... <laughs> He's like, this is too much. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but um, my daughter ended up being in season two with me. Oh, neat. She was a, she was a hero walker in season two at the barn. Oh, neat. So she actually got shot by Daryl at the, when the barn was burning. Okay. That's so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was real neat for her. She, she and I to be in some scenes together and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that, yeah. really cool. that is Impressive. awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, do you have any, well, you know, the, you told us the one interesting story about the, you know, the teddy bear walker and watching all that. Do you have any other fun or interesting stories you can share on set and things or well, um, this one time I was, uh, it was season two. I was, you know, in my, in my military gear and I had a backpack on and, and it, I learned from season one that when you had downtime, you rested, mm -hmm. you know, you didn't go to sleep. You just tried to get in a Zen mode. Mm -hmm. I believe in meditation and, and stuff like that. And when you're wearing those contacts, I'm, I'm claustrophobic. And I tell you what, your claustrophobia kicks in when you have on you know, contacts like that, eye contacts, and it's a full-on scleros is what it was, and so my eyes would bother me a lot, so I would try to, like, just close my eyes, take a deep breath, and just meditate, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of just be in a zen mode, and so it was the, we were outside, and we were at the FEMA camp at Noonan High School, which, by the way, I'll be back in Noonan this uh, Sunday for the finale mm -hmm. at a, a finale party down there, 13 stories haunted house, I think is what it's called. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but anyway, so I'm in Nuna and at the high school outside and I'm on the grass and I'm just kind of chilled out and, you know, everybody else is kind of talking around me, all this, but I'm kind of zoning them out because I know it's going to be a long night because it's never short. They say, Oh, we're going to have a short night. No, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I'm just chilling out. And about the time I felt something land on my face and it was a bird, a bird landed on my prosthetic on my forehead. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, and my eyes come open and I'm like doing my arms around. I'm like trying to figure out like, what the heck? And I've seen this bird flying, you know, it's like on my face and then it starts flying away. And, and Savannah, we hunt, she was there and she played a lot of different things on the, on the show. Not only was she a zombie, but she was like a stand in for, for um carl and she was a um, photo double um for um the governor's daughter and oh, all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. so she you know she she did like i guess you know she was so she was actually the governor's daughter for a short little bit when i think the bag was on or something mm -hmm. but anyway she um 
she did a long show but anyway she's like Sonya had a bird on her face and some other people saw it you know and they're like oh my god Sonya had a bird on her face you know <laughs> and and so Greg walks by and I'm like hey Greg I just had a bird on my face. I played dead so well that a bird landed on my face. <laughs> so that, that was pretty funny. Um, then another time when we were um, chasing the horse downtown season one, um, during some downtime, somebody started playing Thriller. <laughs> and so we all kind of broke out in the Thriller dance and did some stuff like that. You know, um, it, it was it was a lot of hard work. Um, we tried to have a little bit of fun when we could, but it was long, exhausting days. You know, it really was. Oh, it was sure. <laughs> hot Georgia. The humidity was, it was hard to breathe, you know, and then on the very cold days, season two, it was just so freaking cold. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we couldn't get warm. Yeah. It was just crazy. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, but yeah, I mean, this it's there's always been some cool there's there's all sorts of cool things that happen on set that will never be forgotten Mm -hmm. you know it's etched in my head like a like a stencil almost you know it's just stenciled in there (laughs) so cool stuff yeah well it's yeah it, it has to be yeah very cool to you know think that you were there at the beginning and you got to experience all that at the very you know the first seasons and all that kind of stuff because you know it's it's fun for us as fans to watch it and things, but to be a part of it, it's got to be very, you know, to see now where it's, where it's at now and everything and look back at that and just have some, you know, pride in knowing you were a part of the very beginning. So I, I do, I, I, you know, and I never knew it was going to be so big. Yeah, no, I don't think know. anyone did. <laughs> no, we, we had no idea it was going to be so huge. Um, it was kept a secret, mm-hmm. you know, and even when we were filming downtown, you know, we couldn't, if somebody wanted their picture with us, we could not allow them to take a picture with us. Mm-hmm. We, we couldn't tell our family what we were doing. Mm-hmm. We couldn't tell anybody. We signed non-disclosure agreements. So nobody in my family knew what I was doing. They just knew that I was going to go, I was working. Mm-hmm. And um, so they had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and um, they knew I was working every week on this really awesome project that I couldn't tell them about you know so <laughs> yeah like, like, <laughs> something happened. very cool <laughs> yeah um but it was uh but you know we were not allowed to carry our cell phones with mm-hmm. us yep. we were not allowed you know any of that you know so um it was uh was it was something but we as we would walk through we had two blocks to get to we had walked two blocks to get to set downtown Atlanta they had four blocks um you know, they made four blocks into that apocalyptic scene. Mm-hmm. And basically they would set it up on a, on a, on a Friday night. And then we'd film Saturday and Sunday and then they'd take it all down. So these, so the businesses could open back up, yeah. you know? And so then they would do it. If they were still shooting downtown, they would do it again, you know? Uh, but they tried to do that kind of stuff on weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some stuff got, had to be done during the week. Um, but that was, um, that was pretty cool but when we would walk to set um which we our base camp was actually where the double tap happened on zombie land mm. which was kind of cool yeah but we yeah but we would walk we would get in our wardrobe and then we would get our makeup and then we'd walk to set and we'd had to walk through this little park and larry mainland used to love telling the story so i like to tell the story as well but there was these old men in the park playing checkers and so when we walked by this one guy had a checker piece up in his hand about to move it 
and he he looks at us and he's just his jaw drops and the other guy's jaw drops and they're like what the you know and I, I you know and they're and they were freaking out you know they're like yeah. oh my god what's going on you know they didn't know how to react they didn't know what to say and it was so funny the look on their faces and then I got to thinking I'm like well what if they were drinkers what if they had already had their morning you know toddy or something you know and they're like oh my god I thought I was supposed to see pink elephants not zombies (laughs) (laughs) that's funny (laughs) yeah that has to be a sight to see that you know very unexpected (laughs) yes 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 very very unexpected so and people they would stop and ask us what are you doing can we get our picture with you and they thought we were being so rude Mm, sure but but we had we couldn't let them but still sometimes you know it got that somebody got in or they did it or whatever you know uh there was one thing where this uh this guy in one of the high-rise apartments or one of the high-rise buildings mm-hmm. took pictures of everything that was going on wow. and there's a picture of me on top of the tank and rick grimes andrew lincoln is coming up out of the tank and he's kind of out of the tank and so that was whoever took these pictures says i don't know what's going on down on downtown but these are the pictures I took two days ago and they were all over line, all over on, on, on the web. And I was like, Oh crap. <laughs> and so I got the, I you know, I've, I've still got a copy of that photo of me on top of the tank because it's one of my favorites because there's Frank Darabont sitting behind the the monitor mm-hmm. and, you know, there's a couple of PAs and some other people standing around and you get to see the process from a different level mm-hmm. from that perspective looks really freaking cool oh, I've and that. so that's one of my favorite um I call it behind the scenes photos mm-hmm. because it kind of is it wasn't an official behind the yeah. scenes but it was still a different perspective than what we were able to see and I was I just thought that was really that was a really cool shot it really was they even got like a picture of the horse and all this you know oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah they released some of this stuff and I was like well okay you know yeah. <laughs> that's why I guess people know now what I'm I'm kind of what I'm doing <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I wouldn't confirm or not confirm you yeah know? you know I didn't release uh the photos or anything until after some stuff had started coming out then I said well this is me mm-hmm. you know I, I tried to play by the rules yeah oh for sure you don't want to lose your job <laughs> No, uh-uh. no, uh-uh. I've always tried to be, be, um, be careful, mm-hmm. you know, so anyway, but it's fun stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So how did you, so, you know, you've had, you had many, uh, projects before the walking dead. Um, you know, you shared some about zombie land and things, but prior to that, how did you, uh, just get into acting and things? Well, I've always been kind of entertaining since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I would, <laughs> I like to tell this story because when I was a child, I would set up a little stage and, and I would do these little singing and dancing numbers and, and just these little plays and stuff, you know, and, and I would be one person and then I'd jump over here and be another person, you know, and talk, you know, carry on a conversation. So I was always making my family laugh. My goal in life has always been to make people smile. Mm-hmm. I just think that everybody needs to smile and be kind and be happy. And, and, you know, yeah, there's always going to be things getting you down, but you know, that's always been my goal in life is to make people smile. And I remember the first play I was in, in kindergarten, I was an angel, <laughs> but you know what? It was all right. You know, I, I liked being up there and in high school and middle school, I did plays and I was in the chorus 
I was in the choir at church. I did plays at church. Um, and then when I, when I got a little, when I got my twenties and stuff, I was a professional clown. Mm-hmm. I went to professional clown school. Um, I even auditioned for a few commercial TV commercials, oh, but wow. I didn't get them. Yep. I was even asked, um, there was a modeling agency out of Atlanta that wanted me to model for them, mm-hmm. but I was a single mom at the time and I turned them down because I, I didn't feel like I would have enough time to go do that and be a mom at the same time. Sure. Her dad was not involved at all. Mm-hmm. So I put myself on hold. I sacrificed, you know, yep. my dreams and didn't do that, but I still, still did other things like, um, you know, I did my clown stuff. And then also I was in a, a gospel music group. Mm. Um, and so I traveled with that a little bit, but she could try her and my, I finally got married at that at some point and that didn't last long, but that's another story. <laughs> um, but, uh, we, we could travel with, you know, the group. So mm-hmm. it was something we could do together. Um, and then uh, it was in my late thirties then that I, I wanted to, my daughter was a senior in high school and she was into musicals and plays and chorus and, you know, doing things as well. And there was a movie filming over in Athens, Georgia. And a friend of mine was working on it. And he says, I said, well, would it be okay if I brought my daughter because she's a brilliant actress and I would love for her to see the film part of it. So we showed up and he told us to dress like we were um, going to a spring semi-formal wedding. Mm-hmm. So we got all dolled up in our dresses and and um, we went. And as soon as we got there, they put both of us on set. <laughs> and we were featured with like Barry Corbin, Kathleen Robinson, Sarah Rue, Will Estes. Um, you know, Kristen Kane, um, Desmond Harrington, uh, you know, all these big names. And I'm like, oh, well, this is kind of fun. You know, I didn't know I was going to get to do all this, you know. Yeah. So I so I started out as a featured background actor and I was like, wow, okay. But the reason is because we dress um we dress for it properly. Mm-hmm. And so that's the reason we got used in the scene. Some of the other people that showed up, they had on flip flops and khaki mm-hmm. shorts. And I was like, okay, dude, that's not semi-formal. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so they, they were sitting at tables and stuff, but anyway, we got to meet Will and Sarah Rue and Kathleen. They were all wonderful. We worked with them for three or four nights there. Mm-hmm. And the casting agency thought I had been doing it for a long time. And they're like, Hey, you know, I'll, they got my information from that. So they started calling me. So I started doing other background roles and before I knew it I was getting featured like on um Drop Dead Diva I was featured Mm -hmm. on that for two seasons in the courtroom scenes and then I was almost like a regular on that and then um I was um featured on Van Wilder freshman year Mm -hmm. as a professor up on stage I you know I was just getting to do all these cool things you know and I really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. well I got approached Let's see. Let's see, when was it? Uh, I got approached by some friends and they were like, hey, you know, listen, we're going to start taking some workshops and stuff. You want to come with us? So I started taking acting workshops and different classes and things like that. I got a acting coach. Um, I found a talent agent and then I had a manager contact me out of nowhere. So then I had a talent manager and I had um, these little independent movies I started doing that give me lines. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, so I started doing all this stuff and Mm -hmm. it just, 
kept leading them one thing to another thing to another thing. And was I did a few TV commercials. I did some uh, modeling gigs for stock photos and for post, you know, like for some companies and stuff. And I, I was just real, I was enjoying it, you know. And, and so it just kept getting bigger and bigger. You know, I kept getting more and more stuff. And so, but there was all these projects that I would do and I'm like, okay, this is it, this is it. And then it would go nowhere <laughs> or it would never come out or, you know, 10 years later, it's still on the shelf somewhere, you know? And yeah. I was just like, oh my God, this is going to be real big for me. If I do this, man, this is, this is going to be a big one. This is going to be good paying. And then it wouldn't pan out, mm-hmm. you know, but I have ended up getting, there's a movie on Tubi right now. I think it's still on Tubi called The Lost Day. Mm-hmm. And it's got um, William Baldwin, which is Alec Baldwin's brother mm-hmm. and Danny Trejo. And John um, James, that was a uh, Jeff Colby on um, the original Dynasty. Mm-hmm. And it's got Johnny Alonzo on it from One Tree Hill, Patrick Barnett from Star Trek. It's got um, Laura James, that's John's daughter. She was on America's Most Top Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Scott Ham from General Hospitals in it. Anyway, it's really cool. You know, it's kind of hard to follow from because I took two movies and put them together instead okay. of the way it was supposed to be done. And some people are having a hard time following it, but then other people are really enjoying it. So it's got mixed reviews, but I had some, I had two really good scenes in that. Um, and then there's a movie called this old machine with Kevin Sorbo that I was in. Um, and uh, there's a movie, I don't know if it's still up on YouTube, but it's called all hell is evil Lord of the harvest. I did that probably about seven, eight years ago or more, but you know, it was a, it was a good movie to work on. Um, the lumber baron of Jasper County is one of my favorite roles. I was going to ask, what's your favorite role? So that, yeah. Um, we based the character on Ralph from uh, Green Acres. Okay. And so I was Sam the dog trainer. I got to talk like a big redneck. And so I got to say like, I got to say all sorts of crazy stuff, you know, <laughs> and it, it was just, it was just some crazy, you know, redneck talk. But, um, but anyway, it, it was one of my favorite roles, but most recently i've done um lawa all saints eve that's on amazon prosper is on amazon and uh koa killed on arrival mm-hmm. i play meemaw you might not recognize me but i've got a gray wig on and i got all this makeup on and so i've that that's a good movie to check out it's not out yet but hopefully it'll be out by the by the spring mm-hmm. i hope and up in Pennsylvania, I filmed on a movie called Zero. Mm-hmm. Jim Kurt, that was helicopter. I believe he was helicopter zombie from Dawn of the Dead. Mm. I hope I'm getting this right. And he and I, we play in it as a um, as a couple, and we are the foster parents to the lead of the show. Okay. And so the cool thing is, Zero is a zombie movie, but Jim and I are not zombies. <laughs> So I thought that was a clever twist and any zombie fans will say, Oh, how cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so I thought that was really cool, but I've, I've done a movie called um, bottom Creek up in West Virginia and Bigfoot. I did a Bigfoot movie. <laughs> so I've, I've done a lot of different cool things, some documentaries. I've produced a documentary that we still haven't gotten distribution for, but so if there's anybody out there that's interested, let me know it's on desert, desert storm. And, um, so just just contact me if you're interested in giving us some distribution on that that would be great mm-hmm. and uh 
anyway i just hope that i'm rambling on I oh you're it's fascinating <laughs> <laughs> no it's been very interesting no it's it's always fun to I don't know. I, I'm very interested in seeing, okay, so we know you're from The Walking Dead, but what else have you done and how did you get there and you know all these things? So no, it's very interesting. So um, did, you, did I read maybe that you directed something too or? Yeah, um, there was a little pilot called Acadia that I co-directed mm -hmm. on and I also directed um, on Cry for Revenge. Is, um, Cry for Revenge had a little, I don't know if it's, there was some issues between the production company and the videographer mm. so i don't think it's ever going to be out oh, okay but it was it was supposed to be like a cult type classic and they had these little um shorts that they were showing like um pre uh movie previews or whatever mm. like you know little reels or whatever um and i directed one of those i directed the nazi zombie clip oh. of that and so me and brian o'holloran from clerks also directed one of them as well oh, so that was going to be really cool to have that out there and be listed with brian and, mm -hmm. and some other great people and and it just didn't when when there's a conflict like that yeah. it's like that just messes it up for everybody the foot yeah. all the footage is there but and i tried to at least get my footage of that that short i tried to get him to release it to at least release the short mm -hmm but they they wouldn't do that either so unfortunately i don't know that anybody will ever see that yeah that's but too I do, yeah but i i enjoy directing mm -hmm. um but i think i enjoy producing better uh -huh. um i like being behind the camera behind the scenes doing stuff um you know i, I just i like being in front of the camera as well but like i wrote a film i wrote a script about 11 12 years ago now and um the co-writers jim um adams and uh dre woods um i brought them in on the project and i've just been trying to get investments for that to film it mm -hmm. i've got a couple of good actors that have already signed on it's just a matter of getting the money to pay everybody i yeah. want to make sure that the crew and everybody's paid yes i could have filmed it already and just done it and had everybody work for credit and you know a t-shirt or something you know but <laughs> i just didn't want to do that i wanted to you know that's a lot of time to put into something if people aren't getting paid yeah and i wanted to make sure they were at least paid gas money mm -hmm. so um i had one investor but that fell through and so i've been trying to find another investor on that but i haven't really tried so hard the past few years because of covid and all yeah. this everything came to a halt and so i need to get back on that i need to get that I need to get it done. Mm -hmm. I really, because it's a good movie, and um, you know, I, I just think it needs to be out there. Mm -hmm. But you know, you never know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> something may come up where I can film it tomorrow. Who knows? I mean, yeah. Well, but but Jim Adams, he's he's my my production partner on that, so we do a lot of stuff together. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, good luck on that. That's exciting. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think I've gone through my questions. Let me double check here. Yeah, I think so. Do you have any other things you want to share or? Uh, <laughs> just just be sure to watch the finale. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'll be down there. There's Oh, there's going to be so much going on this Sunday. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm going to be in Covington at a viewing party there. So, yeah, it's, okay. 
Yeah, there's just yeah. so much going on. I know Sonoy has a big thing going on and yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, Nick and Norms has got theirs going on. There's, I think, um, Ironies, Irony Singleton's going to be at the bed and breakfast down yeah, there. Yeah, the veranda, yep. And uh, so he's going to be there. Um, I'm going to be over at the 13 Stories Haunted House. Mm -hmm. uh, we were going to be, I think, at Sonoy and it got so big that they mm -hmm. had to move it. Oh, wow, that's and exciting. So, yeah, um, there's a charity calendar down there and um the the calendars are 25 dollars. i don't know mm -hmm. if they'll have some on hand or not but yeah um we'll be down there signing things i'm actually in the month of january and oh, it's kind of cool the calendar has like a qr code so you can scan it and watch the scene that i was in oh wow that's really cool and it's, who are those distributed through uh i'm trying to think of uh let me see <laughs> i'm trying to think the name, the lady's name is Jennifer okay. and let me see, I've got it right here. It's called a walk to remember and, um, 2023 charity calendar is a walk to remember memories and adventures of those on set 2010 to 2022. Um, and I'm trying to see if it's got the information on here where jennifer has it but i don't see the information i'm sorry no that's okay but anyway that's yeah that's really, neat yeah it's, it's really cool it's like um you know yeah it's got you know it's got a few william bells in there and but every every page that has a location whether it has an actor on it or not it's got a qr code i believe mm -hmm. So you can watch the scene that that particular building was in or that that location was in or how it was used. Yeah, that's a really neat thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was so that was really, really cool. Um, and uh, the money, I think, goes back to helping um, children of uh, of the God, I can't even remember that now. <laughs> I guess you just cut that. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll do some digging and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she just sent me the stuff. So yeah. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. But I'm like, God, man, my brain, I've had so much just different things on my mind. It's like, God, I can't even remember. <laughs> um, okay. Here we go. The children of fallen soldiers foundation is what it oh, is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. That's yeah. yeah. That's really neat. Yep. Yep. Kindness isn't dead. I believe is the, is who you have to, but Jennifer Davison is the person mm -hmm. that you contact. Okay, for that. Very cool. But yeah. And I'm sorry for all my, um, not remembering things, but I'll just blame it on age. I'm getting yeah. older. <laughs> well, there's a lot know. of, yeah, it's a lot of stuff to remember. So you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to, but anyway, well, maybe I'll see some of you guys down there. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to it so. yeah well thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it and it was great to meet you and we just wish you all the best in your uh, next adventures <laughs> thank you and the same goes to you thank you so much for the opportunity to be on the show and to reach out to fans and and tell my story and yeah. and uh, i just really really appreciate you having me on you're great and i'm glad i got to meet you <laughs> yes thank you so much thank you <laughs>